want to stop busting my balls so we can record this shit. No, I never want to do that. I'm finna drop the light and set this game on fire. See me burn to death before I retire. Everybody surprised they spit this hot. Like, how the white boy gets game unlocked. I'm a full blown try to the melting pot. Color don't mean a thing if you want my thoughts. Wait, hold up, hold up one second. Let me take a quick breath before I kill this record. Okay. Did you already no, start I'm recording? Cheers. Yeah, I did start recording. I'm to capture that for everyone, for our grandkids to listen to one day. It's a beautiful thing. All right, everybody. All y'all motherfuckers out there, welcome to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. It's an awesome show. We really appreciate everybody listening. Got a couple announcements at the start of the show, at the top. Uh, June 15th. Nolan Gregg and his band, You're Fired, are playing at Sonia in Cambridge, Mass. So if anybody wants to come get fucked up with me and Chrissy, uh, meet us there. Sonia, Cambridge, Mass, June 15th. Come get fucked up. We're going we're gonna to go there. We're going to get lit up. We're going to get turned up like the kids say. They say turned up, right? Turned. We're going to get turned. I don't know. I'm, I'm in college now, so I'm surrounded by young kids, and I just try to, <laughs> I try to blend in as best I can for an old man with white hair. So, um, you know, I try to pick up the lingo, but I, I still think I, I stick out like a sore thumb. you got to show that you're not the professor of the class, but yeah. a student with ambitions to be the professor, but with, not currently yeah. the professor. <laughs> For Halloween, it's for would fun. You, would you say you've gone asked in every class if you're the professor? Um, well, no, because they don't ever ask me that in the online classes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they don't ever ask me that in the online classes, but all of the in-person classes, yes, they ask me. In all of them? Uh, pretty much, yeah. And sometimes when I'm just walking down the hall, they're like, are you the, are you one of the professors here? Can you show me where the thing is? And I'm like, I don't fucking, come on, I don't know where the lab you is. You should just tell them. <laughs> You should fuck with them. You're I like, should. Yeah, fuck with them. yeah, it's right yeah, over there. And if you want an A, you're gonna have to blow me. So um, I also want to talk about Podcast NH. I want to mention podcastnh.com. Go check out podcastnh.com if you want to find some other cool New Hampshire podcasters. I can't say that they'll be as awesome as we are, but they're gonna be pretty fucking close. Pretty close. Yeah, about as close as it gets, including our buddies. Uh, from We Need to Talk, Meter and Pepin. Check those guys out. Good people. They released an episode with us on us, two, uh, two episodes with us on it, and they were quite amusing, in my opinion, at least. Also coming at you today, we're going to have uh, Elliot, special guest, special guest Elliot. That is my younger brother, Elliot. Um, so he's like an official member of Team Almy, and he's going to be jumping in on an episode, on this episode with us. Um, he's going to be... Answering some advice questions, you know, since I am such an old man, I get asked for advice sometimes. People are like, what did you do back in the 50s when you were my age? What was it, what was it like? I mean, I know you didn't have the internet and modern no medicine and, yeah, no computers. No TV and or uh, no cars. You used to have to use your imagination when you jacked off. What was that like, old man? So, always fun. Always good times. So, um, I... Lately, I've been thinking... Um, That's his first. Yeah, no, I, I do it a lot, actually, because I am in school. But I was mentioning I'm surrounded by all these kids, and I, I kind of i am the younger, or the uh, I am kind of the older, I'm the older dude, and it's kind of weird. And, um, you know, it makes me often reflect on how things change as you age. 
for instance, when you're young, it's like you don't need shit for medicine, right? You're like, fine. I go see the mm-hmm. doctor like every eight and a half years and I'd be fine, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's like I got a doctor for everything. I got like half a dozen doctors. I got a urologist. That's for your junk, in case you don't know. That's, you know, balls, uh, cock balls, uh, prostate, which means he's got to go in through your butt to get at the prostate. That's the part of your junk that the doc has to go in through your butt. There's also my proctologist. He's for my colon, my lower GI. He goes in through my butt as well. Then I've got a cardiologist. I, I don't know why, but he also goes in <laughs> through my ass. I don't even know what the fuck. The dentist told me to fucking roll over today. I was like, hell no, motherfucker. You got to give me some gas first, you son of a bitch. You don't fucking roll me over. At least give me some laughing gas before you roll me over in this fucking <laughs> Dennis chair and start spreading my cheeks. I don't have any fucking deep down there. What are you doing? I think he was just. I think he was just tired of going at the mouth. I think mm. he wanted to. You know, he just wanted, he wanted to change to it up. Yeah, he wanted to approach it from the other end that day. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to examine one of your other holes. I'm getting tired of the fucking mouth. I said, mm-hmm. all right, well. Maybe you have a uh, reputation where you have a very popular bum. I have, well, yeah, it's getting around. They they all share the... Um, Sounds like it's gotten around. <laughs> it has indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's um, they have that... They all have that online medical, yeah. the, like the medical records. Butt, yeah, yeah, they're all like, uh, as a joke, getting his ass. That's the yeah. note on all the medical records. It's getting this guy's ass. Getting this guy's ass. So now I make it a policy to always do drugs before going to the dentist. Always do drugs. Uh, I don't do that shit sober. Fuck that. I don't do that shit sober. Fuck that. Um, she's actually got hot air balloons on the ceiling. She's got like, I don't know if you you go to the same dentist. So have you ever seen the hot air balloons? She's got two posters. She's got one poster. And it's like you're looking up at the sky. It's clouds. Mm-hmm. It's blue. Mm-hmm. And there's some hot air balloons almost as if you're underneath them. And then there's another poster next to it, like one ceiling tile over, that's just the blue sky and the clouds. And every time I go in there on drugs, I, I start seeing the hot air balloons float from one poster <laughs> to the other. Yeah. yeah, they just float slowly from one poster to the other. And I'm like, ah, nice and fucked up. Yeah. Then that's the best way to go through a dentist appointment because, yeah. you know. Well, they never go in through my bum, so I normally go sober. Never. Never. I can't believe you I have a less ha- popular bum than me. I, I guess I do. Yeah. yeah they always go in my mouth. Um, what? My mouth, motherfucker. Mm. They go in your mouth. I kiss that mouth. I know you're squirming over there. Are you feeling a little, a little sore? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of I feel like I should be sitting on a donut or something. Yeah, he went to the dentist today. I know my butthole really hurts. Found a cavity. Yeah. It's a big cavity. It's called an <laughs> anal cavity. Put things in there sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. only when you want to hide them from the police. Put them in there. When the cops are pulling you over and you're like, well, shit, what am I going to do with this baggie of cocaine? Stick it in your ass, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So just like when you're uh, being pulled over and you may have had a drink or two and you don't want it to smell like booze, you got to roll those windows over as or roll those windows down as you're pulling over is what I meant to say. Um, roll those windows down as you're pulling over in order to air out the car so the cop doesn't get that whiff of alcohol. Also, remember, as you're doing that, unbuckle real quick and get the bag of drugs and put it in your ass while your car is airing out. So that way he doesn't find the bag of drugs either. You get the bag of drugs in your ass, you air out the car so it doesn't smell like booze. So that's Uncle Jason's second tip for you guys out there driving drunk doing drugs. Make sure you always, 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 when the blue lights flash, Put the drugs in your ass. Blue lights flash, drugs in ass. Blue lights flash, drugs in ass. Always remember, put your drugs in your ass. 
That's fantastic advice, Uncle Jay. It's poetic, too, I think. I mean, that's why I like it. Do you do any kind of, um, like, practice? Do you, um, at home, are you trying to put things up your bum? Do you, it's like, what are those earrings called? It's like when you gauge gauge your ears out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that with items in your bum? Like, do you just start off with, like, a pinky? Maybe the pinky's too big. I don't know. But do you consistently increase the gauge? Yeah, I mean, it depends. I'm not putting an entire brick of weed into my ass, so I, I don't feel the need to gauge it out too much. So there's a limitation to how well, much you're recommending for the bum hole. Yeah, I mean, there is a limitation to how much I would recommend you put in your ass. I, I you know, obviously... Uh, uh, how much uh, have you put in your bum hole? Yeah, well, I don't know what's been That's in my ass. Ask, why don't you ask my cardiologist what's been in my ass? I don't know what's been in my ass. Okay. He does. He knows what's been in my ass. I will ask and report back. No. Yeah. He still charges me for the fucking... Oh, you just clicked a pen on my podcast. How dare you? Did that on purpose. It's showing I'm taking notes. Oh, what are you writing down? That I'm going to ask your cardiologist what's been in your bum, and oh. then I'm going to follow up. Keep yeah. up, motherfucker. Keep up, motherfucker. Okay, so would you like to hear um, a couple of things that make you go, hmm? Things that make you go, hmm, or things that are meant to make me go, hmm? Mm. Well, they're actually, you know what, actually, they are, uh, it's a little bit of a quiz. So, a quiz? What yeah. kind of quiz? Are we going to yeah. find out which um, which notebook character I am? or like No, what? no, you're going to wait okay. and see. They're fun questions. It's almost like a... Um, Mm, trivia. Oh. Trivia. Okay. I'm yeah. terrible at trivia. This is trivia awesome. Trivia hour with Jason. Should we make it a drinking game? We should make it a drinking game. We should always make okay. it a drinking game. We should always make it a drinking game. All right. I'm yeah. down with that. I'm always down with that. Okay. So question number one. Question number one. If someone with multiple personalities threatens to kill himself, is it considered a hostage situation? Do you want me to just let me know if you want me to repeat? No, I actually I think I've heard that one before as well as kind of a you know it's so you have kind an of opinion? funny joke. Um, it's not a funny joke. Uh, it's yeah. a serious question. I don't. Yeah, is that really a serious question? Schizophrenic who commits suicide? Don't they all? And at any rate, um, I'm kind of I'm kind of of the the mind that like look, it's a crazy person. You know, it's not exactly a single mother trying to raise three autistic kids we should feel bad for. I mean, it's crazy person kills himself and the other voices in his head. I, you know, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not sure I feel too bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm an evil person, but. That wasn't the question. The question was more, is it considered it, hostage? Uh, no. No, I wouldn't consider it a hostage situation. Let me, just for the sake of argument, hypothetically, let me approach this as if this was a real question, okay? Fantastic. Because this does not constitute a real question in my opinion so um i think that it is not a hostage situation despite this person having more than one personality it's we're still talking about one person one social security number right okay so the government's only recognizing this as a single individual plus his mom and dad you know it's one egg one sperm right i mean boom so it embodies one one body. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 
whether he's got multiple personalities or an eating disorder, he could have bulimia nervosa. And if he's got a gun to his head, still not a hostage crisis, in my opinion. It's just one dude threatening to kill himself. And he's extra crazy, so I say let him go for it. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, motherfucker. What did Scotty say? Survival of the fittest. Yeah, and then I said uh, decrease the surplus population because that's Charles yeah. Dickens' quote. Yeah. So. I mean, and if you're decreasing the surplus population by one crazy, I'd say that's not a real, mm-hmm. that's not a t- tremendous loss. You know. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of an interesting, you know, question because you might have one personality who's the depressive type and then the other who is all for it. So that's just a interesting question. Obviously, it's not a hostage situation, though. Yeah, you don't think so either? I don't. Okay, no. so we agree. Yeah. That's good. I thought we were going to fight about this. No. Okay, no. good. Um, okay, so question number two. If the number two pencil... It's good we're not fighting about this because I need you to jerk me off later. We'll talk True. about that. We'll talk then, about that. We'll talk about it. If the number two pencil is the most popular, why is it still number two? Ha <laughs> That's actually, again, it's kind of like another witty witty pun to make you think, but it's actually, um, pencils are filled with graphite. That's the implement that's used to write or draw with a pencil. So it's graphite core surrounded by wood, as anybody who's ever sharpened a pencil would know. Surrounded by wood. Surrounded by wood, enveloped by wood, which is weird because usually the wood is on the inside, goes in, right? It's not, you don't don't put, wrap the wood around something, but at any rate... Mm -hmm. The long piece of wood. The graphite is rated. There's different types of graphite. There's different kinds, different varieties of graphite. And the graphite is rated on both hardness and softness. Mm -hmm. So there's like extra hard, brittle graphite. There's softer versions of the graphite. And so um, they're numbered. So like the two, number two pencil is a 2HB. Um, and then you have ratings of H and you have B. B is softness. And as the number increases, it goes 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, so on. 2B, 4B, 6B, 8B, 10B, so on. That's increasing softness. Same thing uh, with hardness. So it goes number 2, two 4. Um, no, number 2 is kind of right in the middle. And so it's used for scantrons and stuff like that. And they like that particular graphite for like the standardized testing, the stuff that they run through the machines. Um, but you can get harder graphite as well. It goes, you know, 4H, 6H, 8H, and it goes up in terms of hardness. But then um, because it's hard, it's more brittle, it breaks a little easier. And it, mm. it also does not cause as dark of a mark. Mm. And this is what I learned in art school. So. That was nice. like twenty five thousand dollars well spent. Really well spent. Uh, it Thank definitely you. was. Yeah, it was. You. So the yeah. harder it is, the quicker it is to break off. Yeah, I also learned that there are some ladies out there that are wicked fucking hairy. I mean, mm. I'm talking about ladies with more hair in the crack of their ass than I have on my whole fucking body. That's hairy. It's very hairy. It's very hairy. So yeah, the two, the number two pencil is its its name is number two, but it's still number one in my book. Mm-hmm. Okay. So question number three. If the product says, do not use if sale is broken, how are you supposed to open it and use it? Do not use if seal is broken? Mm-hmm. So, so it's implying that you cannot break the seal. If you break the seal, you shouldn't use that. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like, is this weed kicking in? <laughs> is this... <laughs> 
I'm not even sure I understand the question. So you're not supposed to use the, the product if the seal is already broken, meaning if they some... They don't say already. They just say do not use if seal is broken. Yeah, but I think the already is implicit. It's like if someone else has opened this shit and it's popped up, not then everybody. don't fucking use it. Because some lady's like walking her dipshit kid through the store and he fucking opened a jar or some shit and put it back. I mean, they're just saying don't eat that fucking prego if some, some retarded kid's already dipped his fucking... Fingers in there. He's already dipped his extra chromosomes in my spaghetti sauce. I'm not fucking using that shit. So what if you know. some people read that and they're like, uh, "Fuck them." So next question. We have three more. If you ate pasta and antipasta, would you still be hungry? I think they just cancel each other out. Yeah, yeah they just yeah. cancel each other out. It's like a matter and antimatter. Yes, you know, it's like I a positron too. and an electron meet, and then poof, you know, gone, boom. But it's all mm-hmm. very theoretical, and you know, we really have to dig into like a brief history of time and some other mm-hmm. like theoretical works, maybe some Brian Greene stuff for some more recent theoretical physics stuff, and uh, we really have to dig into that to to really dig into the pasta antipasta versus the. The matter, antimatter, but so I think actually technically, pasta is like the American colloquialism for like the noodles, you know, like spaghetti or or like a, a linguine, Alfredo, the bow tie pastas, the the ziti or whatever, um, and then antipasta is Italian for appetizer. It's anti is like you know anterior deltoid is your front deltoid. Antipasta is before the meal, it's an Great appetizer. Analogy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that the, the the root word is from Latin. It's from the Romance languages from from which Italian springs. Italian being a Romance language founded from Latin. So, anti being before or prior to, antipasta is before the meal. It's the appetizer. So. I think in only in America do they cancel each other out. In Italy, mm-hmm. antipasta and then pasta is your dish, first like two meal. courses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's that's a nice explanation. Okay, if you throw a cat out a car window, why would you do that? That's terrible. Does it cats. become kitty litter? <laughs> These are so punny. I I I am. I'm almost wishing instead of taking a semen analysis test that <laughs> I could get like a barbed wire Q-tip stuffed up my cock to test me for syphilis or something like that. Because these questions are definitely making me want to mutilate my genitals right now. This is um, pretty fucking incredible. So kitty litter, um, you know, again, it's a play on words. I think it's, you know, um, can you litter? I think when people think litter, they think of, um, you know, throwaway, like uh, balling up a piece of paper and throwing it out the window or throwing a, a glass bottle out the window as you, as you speed by. I don't think that when you're, when you're disposing of a corpse, I'm guessing the cat's dead at that point. Not necessarily. You, well, if it's alive, then you're just releasing it into the wild. I wouldn't consider it litter because it's, it's not going to stay where you dropped it. It's going to run away. It's going to go try to eat a mouse or some shit. So, but if you drop litter on the ground, doesn't it always stay where you drop it? No, but it is also, it's also, it's non-living, it's dead matter. It's not, 
It doesn't have a mind of its own. It doesn't have a willpower. It doesn't have a drive to um, obtain resources in order to maintain its life. I mean, a, a, the, the Wendy's cup that I jack off in and throw out the window pretty much stays there unless the wind blows it away or a street sweeper gets it. So but maybe it's a different type of litter. I think what I'm I think what I'm driving at is that if you are to throw out a creature, alive or dead, if it's dead, you're just tossing its corpse on the side of the road. It's biodegradable and I wouldn't consider it litter. It's like throwing an apple core out the window. It's biodegradable. I don't consider that litter. That thing is going to break down. The ants are going to eat the remainder of the core. It's going to return to nature. Same thing with the corpse of a cat. And if it's a live cat, it's not the corpse of a cat, then I also presume that it's going to like run off into the woods, shit its pants, but then it's going to start eating like mice and shit, and it's going to like make a little home for itself out there. In which case, I don't think I would consider it litter either. I don't think I would consider any, if you throw any living creature out of a window or any dead creature, formerly living creature out of a window, I don't think it's litter. I think of litter as being like a, an object that I'm done with, I'm discarding, and it's it's not going to return to nature in any reasonable time frame. Nature won't reclaim it quickly. It's what about a banana peel? That's the apple core. Same thing. Yeah. Don't consider that litter. No, I don't consider that litter at all. It's biodegradable. Um, it's going to break down. It's going to return to nature within pretty short order. Mm-hmm. Um, other uh, creatures like insects might even consume it. So I might even be providing for some level of nature, I, some strata of nature. I think that when I throw out an apple core or something, I'm like, well, I'm feeding other animals or whatever. Okay, yeah, so yeah, last yeah. question. I even feel like a hero. I'm like, I'm, I'm a good yeah. person for throwing this banana Fuck peel yeah. out the window. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm a good person. God damn it. You burping is not a segment on this podcast. <laughs> it cannot be a segment on this podcast. I refuse to admit you're belching to this show. This is a high-class, highbrow show. We have standards, and bodily functions are not a part of entertainment. They have no place in entertainment. Uh, are you proud of yourself? I am. Are you? Do you? Do you think that's that's good? That's like, uh, hey, I'm proud. I, I can do that on a podcast in front of the internet. I'm just gonna burp. I probably won't feel that way later. <laughs> okay, let only me while ask, the alcohol is doing its job. Only while the alcohol is doing its job. Okay, last question. Thank God. Fuck. <clears throat> if right. you take an oriental person. Ooh, I don't think they like oriental anymore. I think they like Asian. Tell this resource. If you take an oriental person and spin him around several times, does he become disoriented? Yeah, despite the fact that I now feel <laughs> terrible for admitting the word oriental on this show, um, you know, I think they prefer the word Asian, the term Asians these days versus oriental. Although oriental is still not the worst thing that you can call them, in my opinion. I mean, you can do a lot worse than oriental. At any rate, I do believe that they they will become disoriented um, insofar as they're not already like a trained gymnast. I mean, you see these Chinese people come from China and shit. They do those like crazy fucking gymnastic shit where they like bend over, turn into a pretzel. They like juggle their own testicles. They do a fucking 18 backflips off 
some 20-foot high thing, and they fucking stick that landing perfect. Otherwise, their fucking mouth will beat the shit out of them. So they, I don't know that they become disoriented in the same way that us round eyes do. We, we become disoriented. You spin me around in a circle, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to yak up all this fucking bourbon we just mm-hmm. drank, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to pass out and, and fucking wake up tomorrow. But these Asians, I don't know about that, man. They fucking do crazy shit and not fucking get dizzy at all. So maybe he or she, the, the mm-hmm. Asian person that you, you spin around, they may or may not get disoriented. They might be perfectly fucking oriented. And by the mm-hmm. time you're done spinning them, they're not only they're not only still perfectly oriented, but they're pissed. So they're going to hit you with like a flying crescent mm-hmm. kick right to your fucking jaw. And then you're going to shit your pants and pass out because yeah. you just got knocked the fuck out by Jackie Chan over there. You know what I'm saying? That I, shit's crazy. I feel like I want to listen to this, listen to this back and transcribe all your responses and then post your responses on this site because I feel like mm. you really disputed and provided a very solid argument as to why those, I don't know, seven that I that I asked you were clearly false. Yeah, I think at least my logic is consistent. And, yeah. you know, in some cases we agreed, but in other cases I disagreed. Like the kitty litter, that's not kitty litter. That's, that's fucking fuck. hilarious. That's stuff. That made me laugh out loud. And and and, and I, I honestly I think I need to write them something about the their use of the colloquialism Oriental. I mean that's bordering on an ethnic mm-hmm. slur, and I really I don't appreciate it. Like this, like I was just saying to you when you were belching a second ago. I mean this is a classy podcast. Mm-hmm. We we don't tolerate that kind of bullshit on this podcast. Okay, we're mm-hmm. a fucking serious podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not about that fucking bullshit. We don't fucking talk like that. All right, mm-hmm. we do not fucking absolutely fucking not fucking talk like that. That's absolutely fucking bullshit. Fucking no, not fucking be tolerated. So last question. If oh, peanut God, butter, there's more. If peanut butter cookies are made from peanut butter, then what are Girl Scout cookies made from? Just grind those Girl Scouts <laughs> up. Just shoot them in the head, grind them up, I'll eat those cookies. No, I mean, I think it's like, um, wait, what was the other cookie? The peanut butter peanut cookies? Peanut butter cookie. Yeah, they're made from peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But um, Girl Scout cookies are sold by Girl Scouts. Mm. So it's... It's a different way of naming the cookie. Instead of naming it based on its ingredient, you're naming it based on who is per, the purveyor, who is selling this cookie, who's bringing this cookie to the market. It's like me saying it's a Nabisco cookie. I could be referring to any of the cookie offerings from the company Nabisco, such as Oreos or Chips Ahoy, but I don't mean that there's Nabiscos in the cookies. There's the cookies sold by Girl Scouts, but they might be lemon flavored. Samoas are fucking incredible. They're the caramel with the so fucking good. coconut. Fucking shit. Rub that shit on your dick before you eat it. That shit is so fucking good. That shit is fucking good. And I just want to put out a disclaimer. Jason did not know about any of these questions, but I just wanna wanna say you did a great job thinking on your feet. Quite witty. Oh, thank you. Wow. Amazingly, none of this was rehearsed. None of this was rehearsed, like our normal shows. Yeah, aren't. yeah. <laughs> I think I do a little fucking better. All right, are you done with the twenty-one questions? Fifty cent. I am. Okay. Thank oh, you. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> you didn't like the twenty-one questions thing? It's a, I actually thought that was. Then kind I of called witty. you fifty. Yeah, it was very witty because yeah, he's got that I, song. Yeah, called, I love that song. Actually, I'll ask twenty-one questions, questions. and they and all, all about. about so I called you 50 Cent because yeah, your like, questions reminded yeah. me of 21 questions. I was keeping up, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Bruh. 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 All right. So um, I have now what everybody has been asking for, which is yes. 
an update on my spunk. An update on my spunk. And just saying, I have not heard this update either. So yeah, this is like breaking news. This is hot off the press. Hot off the press. This is some breaking news shit about my testicles because um, even my wife hasn't heard this shit yet. This is breaking fucking news because uh, as you hear this, hopefully we'll be a little further along this process. Maybe I'll even have this test done. I'll have some results back. But as of today, as of this recording, we are we, we have some updates. I have some updates to share with you. This is going to be fantastic. So this is the fertility update, the male fertility update, because Team Almy is trying to produce more than just a shitty podcast. This is true, kid. Yeah. Cheers. 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 So I'll start from the top. We'll try to go through in chronological order so this will make some sense to anybody listening. All right. So the cup has been obtained. I have the cup. I went to the place. The, the whatever they call is the place where the phlebotomists work. They usually take blood, but sometimes they take semen as well. First blood, right? Blood is first on the hierarchy, then urine, then semen. But I got my semen cup. So it's empty right now, but I got a semen cup. The cup has been obtained. And it's only been like three weeks since I got the jerk order in the mail. And just, uh, and just to back up to the rule you were received. Ooh, I'm getting to that. Okay, you're going to. No, I'm getting to that. I got this whole thing. Okay. The nurse actually said, the nurse told me when she was giving me the cup, she actually said that most men make their wives go pick it up. Can you believe that? I was totally going to offer. Were you? I was. That was very yeah. sweet of you. Thank you for not offering it all until I got it done, <laughs> until I did it. I feel like I it's probably it. a bonding between the lady going to pick it up and the lady you're getting the cup Yeah, from. actually the, the nurse said, yeah, they like they usually laugh about stuff. She gives the lady all the instructions that I'm about to tell you, and yeah. and they, they usually have like a nice little laugh. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm, I'm here to pick up my cup today. I mean, today I'm a big boy. I'm doing my own. <laughs> I'm picking up my own semen cup. So... Then I have to not ejaculate mm. for a week. So before you produce the, I don't know how many people out there listening have produced semen samples for uh, testing, for, for clinical testing. I'm not talking about like, you know, producing a semen sample, like jacking off on a picture of Scarlett Johansson and trying to get her to sign it. I'm talking about actually producing a semen sample for clinical analysis. And so you, you're instructed to not ejaculate for a week. You got to bottle that shit up. You gotta put a cork in it for a week. So I gotta go. I had to go. I mean, it's been it's been a few days. I had to go a whole week without jacking it. So it's a good thing it's not Shark Week. Otherwise, that'd be pretty tough. You know what I'm saying? So, question: Is it harder to not jack off, or harder to not make love to your wife for a week? Hmm. What if I say A? I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Good luck to you. I'm joking. Tells you why we're not pregnant yet, though. <laughs> yeah, it does, motherfucker. So now that I have obtained the cup, now that I have held my my sauce in for a week, now that I've held my goo in for a week, now I got to produce, or maybe we, maybe we produce. Good luck with that. So um, the nurse told me that I'm not allowed any any vaginal or any oral in order to produce this. 
sample because we can't in, we can't introduce any other DNA but mine. It's got to uh. just be my stuff. So like if she said if you know if you're getting she didn't say blown but she's like if you're getting blown you know it's, there's other you know there's other liquids there's other fluids that might go in there. She's like it's just semen only so you can't you can't mm. can't put it in a vagina you can't put it in a mouth you can't put it in a butt. It's just. You and the cup. It's just like being 13 again. Mm-hmm. So So you said they're like looking at DNA. It's just not- the old one hand, one dick. No, they just, they want to make sure that they're just looking at, at semen. I don't know if they're going to put this shit through a centrifuge mm-hmm. or what, but they, she said they don't want anything else in there. Yeah, trying you know to keep saying? it pure. Yeah, just So does that ejaculate. mean no lubricant? I'm, I'm guessing that also means no lubricant, no blood, no Could tears. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. But then I got to get the cup to the hospital. I got to take it to the hospital. There's only one lab in this area that will do it. It's at the hospital. So I can't go back to the lab where I obtained the cup. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go back to Wentworth. And I got to get the cup back to the hospital within 30 minutes. And 30 that's the point. minutes? Yeah, that's the point where I was like, look, it's fucking jizz, not Domino's fucking pizza. What do you want? What do you want from me? I got to get it back in 30 fucking minutes. I told that lady, I'm going to do it in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> I'm going to do it in the fucking bathroom. Going to bring it in. How old is this? I'm going to walk Two up to. Two seconds. Yeah, she told me you got to walk up to a counter to hand it. I'm going to walk up to the counter with my hand under the counter like, I'm here to produce a sample. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm, I'm almost here done. to hold on. Hold on. Wait for late. it. Wait for it. I've got, I've got a sample coming. <laughs> it's almost here. All right, here you go. Here's the cup. Oh my god! Wipe it off. So yeah, not only that, not only that. So not only do I have to, yeah, not only do I have to fucking get inside the Batmobile to get it there to fucking hospital. (laughs) What if we were like forty five minutes away? I, you know what? I don't know. We gotta You'd like, have to do it on the way over. No, we got to call a helicopter or some shit. Yeah, I would have to do it on the way over. Yeah, you'd have to drive. I'd be sitting shotgun the whole way. Like, yeah, Ooh. officer, we're, we're doing this for yeah. fertility It's purposes. for science, oh, officer. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, like, this is not for recreation. Yeah. Although it is pretty similar to a Friday night. <laughs> so on top of the fact that we got to get it there in 30 minutes, we got to get it there in 30 minutes. Within 30 minutes. 30 minutes or less. Otherwise, the pizza is free. free. Um, not only that, but I have to like incubate my goo on the way there because you don't refrigerate it. Contrary to popular belief, you have to keep it near body temp. So I got to be like the mama bird with this cup. I got to like keep this fucking cup warm. Like I'm the mama bird sitting on the fucking egg. analogy. Yeah. So the nurse actually suggested that I put it in my armpit. Like I put, I tucked the fucking cup of jizz in my armpit. (laughs) You're going to fucking turn oh too quick, and I'm going to squeeze, and that God. thing's going to pop, and I'm going to have oh fucking jizz in my armpit here. no. Yeah, we'll, we'll drive carefully Drive then. your car. Drive carefully. So, and apparently um, microwaving it to keep it warm isn't good either for some reason. I don't understand. They don't want to kill the little swimmers. Would the microwave do that? <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's so great. So what are their hours? I don't know. i got to call them and figure out when I can bring that shit by. We're going to have to take a sick day. I know. We're going to have to take a sick day from work because it's not like we can just do it on a Friday night and, like, you know, catch the goo and run it down there. They're going to be – that lab – I know it's a hospital, right, but it's not exactly an emergency service. So they don't fucking staff the lab 24-7 just in case mm-hmm. some guy wants to bring his fucking jizz in because he was drinking on a Friday night and it's, like, 2.30 in the a.m. Yeah, we and got he managed some. to squeeze one. Yeah. <laughs> we got one. Hey. Yeah. But we yeah. come in swinging our hands. Hey, we got a hey, sample. We 
brought our sample. They're going to be like, uh, 10 minutes old. Motherfucker, <laughs> we made it. Two and a half minutes old. <laughs> Did it while we were walking across the parking deck. <laughs> I know. We know. We're talented. That's crazy. I mean, seriously, yeah, we could take like half a day. This is like a whole, it's like a whole journey. It's a jizz journey. It is, it it's is a, a whole, it's a semen sojourn. It's worth it though. It, it Well, it will be when we have a. Have a little baby. Yeah. Let's just hope that the baby does not turn out fucked up. Because if I go through all this shit. And we are just Only on to fucking raise it. some kid that likes anime or some fucking gay shit like that. I gotta fucking. And we're just I'm on a, the. Tip of the iceberg, too. We haven't done shit in terms of fertility testing. No, I mean, I only just recently stopped putting your butt. I know. I only just just recently stopped pulling out. Yeah, Yeah, we just finally learned that anal sex does not equal a baby. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. For 35 years, I thought you were supposed to come inside the belly button. Uh, I I thought that would work. Uh, the porn led you down the wrong road. Yeah, apparently so. I mean, no one gets pregnant when you jizz in their face. Mm-mm. It's really too bad, though, because... Doesn't mean it has to come off the table, honey. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. <sighs> it's an exciting update. Did I thought it was an exciting update. It was very exciting. Just like my experience at the dentist today. With you the butthole? Wanna... Yeah, where they rolled me over, yeah. Yeah. Did you want to hear... I mean, I feel like it's a nice segue to the marriage advice. I mean, it's been a while since we talked marriage advice. Yeah, it's been like a month since we gave some shitty advice. And in fact, I think that first time we didn't even actually get to it, but we brought it up. I think we gave some decent advice. Did we? Did we? Okay, I thought we just got excited and we didn't get to it. I mean, maybe we did get excited and then we didn't really produce anything, much like with my junk. (laughs) That was perfect. We got excited, didn't produce much, and uh, here we are, fertility uh, testing. uh, And here we are. (laughs) And here we are. We're just going to keep plugging away. So here is some marriage advice. And um, yeah, actually, I think maybe I was going to ask you a question first. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. So we'll start with we'll start with the 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 piece of correspondence that I received. So I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to read this to you. This is the first time you've heard this. I'm going to read this to you, and we'll see what we can do to provide some good advice. Because you know, again, we're a pretty good couple. I think we're very reasonably happy. Maybe even more than reasonably happy for having been together almost six years and being married for several years now um, and trying to produce a family together and we work together and we're really, I mean, I think... Attached to the fucking hip. Yeah, I think we are attached to the hip and I think so we can provide some of this advice about lasting happiness and I think what you just indicated visually, which is terrible for a podcast, but I got it, which is to say that we, if we spend much of our time drunk... You know, it's it, it it eases thing. It's like the lubricant of life. There's our marriage yeah. advice. Yeah. So our marriage advice to this is going to be a quick segment. Just uh, get drunk, stay drunk, um, do whatever you can to be drunk at all times. Yeah, all yeah. times. All right. Yeah. So it was a good episode. It's a great episode. See you guys uh, next month, motherfuckers. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. No, let me um, let me ask you this question for real now. So uh, this is the question that I received. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think this is the the husband. Yeah, this is the husband writing. We're having breakfast for dinner. I'm having a two-egg omelet with bacon and cheese, bagel on the side. I am cutting chunks of the omelet off and placing it on the bagel and then taking a bite. My wife says that this is, at minimum, an open-faced sandwich. I do not think this is considered a sandwich. 
please help us. Okay. I kind of feel like we should have Meter and Pepin for this. And at least Meter. Oh, they talked about the sandwiches. Yeah, the dude's fucking anal retentive about his sandwiches. Basically, to, to him, everything's a sandwich. If you suck a dick, you just had a sandwich to him. Everything's mm. a fucking sandwich to him. It's, oh, it's a meat sandwich. It's, it's Atkins, that dick that you just sucked. Mm. That's I feel an Atkins like, sandwich. I feel like you could argue both ways. I think that it's a very loose very, very, very loose open face sandwich because you're really just yeah. eating a part of the egg with the bread, which we correlate bread and meat with a sandwich. But it's almost like the bread's a sidecar and you're eating yeah. it in the same bite. So let me ask you this. Uh, let's say it's Thanksgiving dinner and you take a bite of delicious deep fried turkey that I made. Uh, a little bit of gravy, you know, you dip the turkey in a little gravy and you put that bite in your mouth and you start chewing and then you immediately follow it. Like you don't even swallow yet, but you follow it with a little nibble of your dinner roll. So in your mouth mm-hmm. as you're chewing is commingling the dinner roll with the turkey and a little bit of gravy. Was that an open face sandwich because they were all kind of in the same bite? I, feel I like would not a, call that a sandwich. I wouldn't either, but if you use that example that you just shared, it's kind of a similar, it's a looser It's similar example. to what he's doing though, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got a toasted similar. bagel as his mm-hmm. sidecar. He's eating an omelet with bacon and cheese, and he's happening to put a piece of it on the bagel and eat it. I mean, he's using the bagel. The bagel then becomes the thing that carries the omelet to his mouth instead of a fork. So I would say in that regard, maybe it is acting as kind of an open-faced sandwich. Mm-hmm. I hate to take her side of things because usually the woman is wrong, but mm-hmm. at any rate, I think maybe she has a point. If he's using the bagel to carry the topping to his mouth, that might be acting as an open-faced sandwich. What okay. say you? Which I agree. I agree. I think that's the loose. This is why we're such a good couple because yeah. you just agreed with that. We yeah. agree with each other. Look, Fist no pump. one's getting in a fight tonight. Fist, Fist bump. bump. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a loose. It's a loose example of because if yeah. you look at what is an open-faced sandwich, that an open-faced sandwich is the bread and then yeah. whatever toppings, and then you take a bite, a bite by bite by bite. So if you just are assembling it. Right before you take a bite, same difference. And so then, I, yeah. yeah. What kind of more general advice do you think we could provide for them when they're maybe having a discussion it's like a this? Dispute. Yeah, that's a little dispute. Yeah. I guess a couple things come up for me. One, I think you just provided a good general rule. You no know? breakfast for dinner. No, yeah. no, no, no. But that's cute. No, that the guy is generally wrong. Huh, the part. girl is typically right. You know, so I was kidding, I, right? I think, no, I think it's good, though. I think they should arm wrestle over it, and the winner is right. Mm, that's not sexist at all. Well. He's taken, ladies. Yeah, remarkably. He is you know, taken. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but we can talk about A lot of people are regretting that. A lot of people are really regretting <laughs> that right now. Just wishing they could have a man like me. <laughs> He's dumb, and he can't get you pregnant? Wow, this uh He's an amazing guy. Fucking sign me up. Mm-hmm. He's he better be working. He's dumb. He's hairy. He doesn't even. He drives a Toyota Corolla, and he can't even get someone pregnant. Mm. What a catch! Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. What mm. you got? What you got, hon? Okay, so this could even be a closing remark. I don't know, but all right. So it's a little bit of a statement. So marriage is a blend of two people's lives. Biggest piece of advice is to be open. Mm. Mm. 
you will learn some crazy shit about your partner. Be ready for it and know that love will overcome and help you adjust to their crazy shit. The end. That is a very interesting statement. I like it a lot, but now it makes me wonder, what crazy (laughs) shit did you learn when we got married? Over the course of our relationship, what crazy shit makes you say that you learn crazy shit? What's my crazy shit, huh? I didn't think it was crazy. Am I crazy? I'm not crazy. Well, I'll cut you. Cut your face. Well, I think though there's always that period of kind of of getting used to each other. And you, you know, you see so much from dating, but then when you live together, it's mm-hmm. it it opens up and you see a whole different thing. So like one thing I learned about you is so when I would get up in the morning, I could tell what your path was at night because your <laughs> your socks would be here, your t-shirt would be here, oh. your shorts or pants would be here. I would kind of undress on my way to the bed. I don't know. It was like stages. And I still see this. But you've done a better job at consolidating yeah. your clothes. I mean, like sometimes you put the fucking piece of clothes right in front of the fucking hamper. And it's like, dude, you're so fucking Close. I only do just, that to be cute. You know that, right? I just do I that for you. So. I just I do that for so. you. I, I never do that so. when you're not around. <laughs> Only when you're around. I, I don't think that's I true. I just do that to be cute. That's that's <laughs> it. That's that's just a little thing for you. Like so, when you come in and you see the hampers there, and my dirty clothes are like oh, right in so front of it on the cute. floor. It's yeah, so it's cute. it's supposed to make you like it's laugh and giggle. Like, cute. oh, that's my husband. This is no, the guy I married. No, yeah, not cute. So that's why I throw it there. No, isn't that cute? No, no. So that was interesting. You know, I can see what you've done. And then also, um, along with your clothes, I can, when I get up in the morning, I can tell what you had for a snack the night before because the wrappers mm-hmm. are generally on the coffee table, generally it's on the coffee table, on the couch, on the end table. Like, there's always proof of what you had. And what's funny is I always give you a hard time about when you eat these kind of high-calorie foods. Yet you leave the evidence like bam right there. I do that to be cute, you know. Right? I when do I have that. an Oreo, I, when I eat it's a Snickers, I leave shit. the Snickers wrapper there so that you can find it. So you can be like, you ate a Snickers last night. So it's only for us to play because that's what I've learned being married is that it's about the back and forth. It's about the interplay between us, and it's about keeping things fresh by always having fun and trying to be fun loving. And I'll be and really just like. What are the things that we enjoy together? And I think you enjoy busting my balls. So if I leave that Snickers wrapper out, I'm like giving you material. Like here, bust my balls in the morning. It's oh, going to yeah. be fun. First thing in the morning, I'm, I'm leaving you a gift, some would say. <laughs> I'm leaving you a gift. You seem very excited yeah. about that when you get up. Oh, I love it. Mm. I love it when you wake me up. Like, Did mm. somebody have a Twix last night? <laughs> well, no shit. Yeah, it wasn't the fucking cat. He doesn't give a fuck about Twix. I wonder who it was. So, I suppose we can um, work in our our next little piece of advice segment with my bro, the other member of Team Almy, Elliot. That's two L's, two T's, motherfucker. That is the only way you spell Elliot in this motherfucker. Is Elliot really coming on? Got Elliot on the line. Let's talk a little bit of shit with old Elliot. See what's up with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sup, Elliot? Sup. Are you actually recording this? Uh Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I had to take the dick out of my mouth. 
That was a pretty loud pop. Sure, it wasn't in your butt. <laughs> yeah, you're a pretty big dickhole. Thanks, bro. You're welcome. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I love you. Where do you think I got it from? I didn't learn that shit from fucking Sesame Street. You fucking learn that shit on the streets, but not nope. Sesame. You fucking learn that shit on the fucking mean streets, motherfucker. Yeah, of East Cobb. There's only so much I can do with the editing, so... Yeah, you gotta like play with your soft dick or something. Play with your limp dick, and that doesn't make mm. a sound. So, it's a good suggestion. So, um, as far as like for you, I was thinking about this week. Like, okay, I want to have Elliot on the show. Like, I've wanted to have you on the show basically since I got the idea in December. But I was like, you know, what are we gonna do? So I was just thinking, like, okay, like, well, what could Elliot do pretty good? He could give some really fucked up, terrible advice, right? Like. Where it's like you say something, you try to be tough, and then I just start shitting it myself, mm-hmm. like flinging the shit on the walls and stuff. Like, mm, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up, yeah. The first one is I need advice. I destroyed relationships with everyone on my team. I'm guessing that's an athletic team. They don't dislike me, they just see me as an outsider. I lost my best friend because he didn't like me smoking weed. I am talking to this girl, and I want to push her away before I get hurt. In addition to that, my grades are horrible, and my parents love me, but they don't like me. Many people see me as annoying, and I don't know what to do. I'm in high school. And my response was, no shit. This motherfucker already annoyed the fuck out of me in three sentences. I don't want to slap a stranger this badly in three days. That one kind of got me because this dude is just bitching. Like, what the fuck is this motherfucker's problem? Absolutely agree. He should do the world a favor and go ahead and kill himself. That's what I'm saying. Like the good advice would be like, okay, well maybe you should quit smoking weed. You can hang out with your buddy a little bit more. You can study a little harder because you know you won't be smoking weed every day. You can focus a little bit more on school. Maybe ask that girl out. Go see Deadpool two. Show her a nice time. You know, take her out to a little meal. You know, the weed's not going to take him anywhere. It's not going to serve him well in life. If he drops it, he could focus more on school and his relationships. And those things seem to be a source of anxiety for him. So maybe trying to do something nice for his parents. Like tell your parents you love them, you know, maybe enjoy a little dinner together as a family. It's a nice thing to do. You know what I mean? Like that's eh, my good advice for the guy, but that's not really what I want to tell him. Yeah. I completely disagree. The marijuana. Can you imagine how annoying this little prick would be if he wasn't high? Like no shit. He'd definitely get, yeah, no one would fucking talk to him. So he needs, what he needs to do is drop that, that pissy little bitch friend, tell him to quit being so judgmental. You don't need his negative shit. You need to try making some friends who do like smoking weed. Not only that, not only should he keep smoking weed, but he should probably start selling it too. You know, since he's such a shit student, drop out of school ASAP, start selling that weed. Nobody graduates high school and then buys a Corvette. You're going to bust your ass to graduate so you can go work at Wendy's. Tons of people start selling drugs, then buy a Corvette. Don't be a fucking chump, kid. Agreed. But he should definitely stop talking to that girl as well, preferably after he bangs her. I don't even think he should stop at weed. I want to see him smoking crack rock. I mean, I, I want to be like, should smoke some crack. I want to be throwing like 15 cents in a, you know, empty uh, Starbucks cup in like a year. No shit. While he's panhandling out on the streets, sucking dick. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him suck dick for coke. Definitely see him suck dick for coke. Fuck him. And if any of his parents give him shit, I want him to whip both their asses. Get some fucking <laughs> balls, kid. Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's so it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun dispensing the bad advice. You know what I mean? Cause then it just gives you a chance to like lay into the person. Just be like, you motherfucker, you dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Although I got some vicious shit for this next guy. This, this one is, this one's going to brighten your fucking day up. This is fucking depressing. I mean, this is really fucking, this is sad. All right. <laughs> so my grandpa just committed suicide. 
the day before I'm about to fly out to EDC, it's a festival in Vegas, I'm supposed to fly out, but the funeral has not been decided yet. I have been planning this trip for a whole year, and everything has been paid off. I called my uncle and told him about my situation, but right before I was going to say, should I cancel my trip, he said, do what you got to do and hung up. Somebody help. Do I really have my priorities fucked up? Am I that much of a horrible person? So the good advice is that he probably should contact the airline. I mean, I think maybe he contacts the airline, the hotel, maybe even the festival organizers. Just explain your situation. Everyone's going to have sympathy for him. He just lost his grandpa to suicide, of all things. That's fucking traumatic. So, you know, he could see about a refund or some kind of an exchange. I'm sure these people will work that shit out for him. He just lost his grandpa. And he should really prioritize his family. I mean, it's the time of need for them. He should really be there for his family. Uh, family is the most important thing. I mean, you never know when you're going to need their support down the line. I mean, you really, you got to take care of your relationships and, and that, that's a big thing. It's more important than a festival, I think. Okay. Well, allow me to retort. First off, motherfucker's dead in the grave. He's never going to need support from that old fucking bag of bones anymore anyway. So fuck him. The uncle can probably go ahead and kill himself too. I mean, just tell that fucking grave digger, make another plot next to him. Go to the festival, get some ass. And um, that's what your granddad's going to want to see. Yeah. Down from heaven or up from hell. He's probably in hell because God frowns on the whole suicide thing. So oh. he's probably roasting. Indeed. But he, he'll be in hell snorting lines of blow off a hooker's ass while his son does the same thing here at a festival. I, f- I feel you because, like, I kind of I see that point. It's not like poor Gramps died of ball cancer or some shit. He whacked himself out. So he had control over when he went. Yeah. He was an considerate little cunt not to consult you and the rest of your family before hanging himself. What kind of piece of shit does that? He inconvenienced the fuck out of him, out of you. You don't owe him shit. Fuck that. Go do drugs and listen to the shittiest music ever while trying to get an STD from a festival slut. Definitely do that. Agreed. Tell the rest of your family too, that when they succumb to crippling depression, that they better not kill themselves at a time that's inconvenient to you. You got a fucking life. You can't be stopping the shit you're doing for fucking funerals and that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know why we're talking about this. This seems pretty cut and dry. <laughs> this seems so cut and dry. What if I, f- fuck you, Grandpa. Yeah, really. Fuck Grandpa. Go to the fucking, go to the, go to the festival. What, what are you yeah. doing? Go listen to that terrible fucking electronic dance music. Who the fuck listened to that shit anyway? You ever heard that shit before? No, thank God. That shit's fucking garbage. That's fucking garbage music. It's the worst music in the world. He's going he's gonna to flush his whole fucking relationship with his family down the fucking toilet for the worst fucking music in the world. Fucking dance around with some fucking skanks on fucking ecstasy. Fuck that. Fuck that. But I think that's the whole point. Fucking terrible fucking music. I think he should at least have the decency to, uh, while, you know, during his layover, stop by and get an airport greeting sympathy card and uh, send that to the old bastard. Have the priest read it or some shit. He definitely should. Put some ecstasy tabs in there for his uncle. <laughs> that's what he should do. For his little bitch-ass uncle. My uncle doesn't like to party. If he's going to skip the festival to go to the funeral, he definitely should drug slip LSD or something into everyone's drink there and just watch everyone flip the fuck yeah. out of the cemetery. Oh, dude, that'd be so fucking, that'd be fucked up to trip balls in a cemetery like that. That'd be fucking, <laughs> that probably, that's fucking vicious, dude. Yeah, you know, fucking hallucinating demons and the devil and shit popping out of graves and stuff. That's what I'm saying, like dragging your fucking loved ones to hell and shit like that. Like they'd be dancing on the coffin and shit. That's fucking dark. That is fucking dark. Uh, yeah, that's what he should do. 
But I think his uncle, the only reason his uncle's fucking hating is because his uncle has to fucking go home and fuck his fat fucking aunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on, man. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be hating if he got to go to fucking Vegas and dance and do drugs with fucking 20-year-olds. Exactly. Fuck, he's just jelly. Yeah. He's going to go sleep with that fat ass aunt. Farts and sleep and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's... I don't want that shit. He's jealous. Fuck him. You fucking hating ass motherfucker. Just that uncle's a bitch. That uncle's fuck him. I can't condone murder, but like, look, if you killed your uncle, I'd be a little proud. I'm not saying he should, but I'm not saying you should, but you should kill him <laughs> with your dick. He should specify how, how Gramps uh, off himself. Was this some sort of auto auto erotic asphyxiation yeah. or something? Like what's, what was going on here? What was it? I'd be impressed if Gramps fucking took his own life while masturbating. That'd be fucking cool. Like he's trying to pull one out for the last time. It's like 80 or something. Yeah. Let's see if these old bulls still work. Exactly, man. I mean, shit, when, I, when I'm that age, if, God forbid, I live to be that age, there's nothing that I wouldn't try. I would totally have a belt around my neck, tight as, tight as shit. I'd have, you know, safety pins through each of my nipples, just like uh, punching myself yeah. in the balls while rubbing one off with sandpaper. I mean, just going to town, just vicious, vicious acts of deplorable behavior all right man well i'm gonna download these files and shit and get those saved and we should be good to go dude and yeah let's let's try to make this like a bi-weekly thing or something we'll come up with some funny shit i'm sure i think so i definitely think so all right bro cool bro all right man i right, love you love you bye bye all right motherfuckers well thank you guys for listening to another episode of shit happens when you party naked we do appreciate it please feel free to tell your friends about this show turn them on to the podcast you'll be doing them all a favor so they can listen to us talk about shitty advice and my jizz and i think everybody needs a little bit of that in their life a little mm-hmm. bit of my semen sojourn they need to hear all about that christina jason it's been a pleasure been always a wonderful a pleasure. pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always, honey. Really, this might be the only, only pleasure I do actually give you, but it is a pleasure for me as well. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. I'm your man, but no, I ain't gon' stick around Cause baby, I got bigger plans Find down if you could recommend a couple friends Tell them they can meet the legend right before his reign begins Man, I know I sound like a douchebag And I don't really care, I'm glad if I make you mad So give me all your haters